Pals, it's Ashley, and here with me today is Little Beaver Anderson. Hi, I'm Little Beaver. Explain. How's it going? That's my uh, <laughs> that's my handle that I took from Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, nice. There was a, a young, pretty woman on the CB helping uh, uh, the Bandit get by Smokey, and her handle was Little Beaver. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, right. those were good days, Ashley. Were they? <laughs> they were. You know, if you had friends who had cable TV in Sherburne, Massachusetts, I suppose. I, I wasn't allowed to watch these kind of movies, even though it's rated PG. I wasn't allowed to watch it. My parents let me watch it as a kid, and I haven't watched it since. The TV movie with uh, Tim Curry. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, already in college when that came out. I was like five. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, my parents were very strict about what I, I could and, and could not watch. Um, it, it, and it was always interesting how, like, they were trying, but they failed at every, you yeah. know, the, every turn. You know, they took me to Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, and if you're worried about giving a kid a kid nightmares you know that's that's yeah. a good place to start but i remember one year you know I, I was in junior high or high school i think junior high probably uh when these movies came out they came out the same summer of 1984 um and it was footloose and splash both those movies okay. were out at the same time and i of course wanted to see both of them because uh, you know I, I love uh, Tom Hanks and uh, and I love uh, uh, dancing, so uh, <laughs> I wanted to see both of those uh, movies. And, and my parents were like, "Nope, you cannot see Splash." Uh, they were like, "Everything about it is too sexual," <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it was Daryl H- Hannah Hannah, however you say her last name, you know, in a mermaid looking all sexy, you know, on the poster, right? And in the yes. and in the trailers and all that stuff, um, and so they're like, "No, no splash for you." Uh, and I was like, "Well, what about Footloose? It's about dancing." And they're like, "Oh, that's, <laughs> that's all right. You can go see uh, Footloose." And Footloose is a very raunchy movie for a PG rated yeah. movie, um, and it has way more sex in it than uh, Splash does. Way more. That's um, yeah. I mean, there's like a scene where um, Laurie Singer's character, you know, the cellist. Yeah. Um, she, she's with her current boyfriend before she leaves him for the wonderful uh, Ren uh, played by Kevin Bacon. Um, but Jenny, uh, would you shut up? This cat drives me nuts. <laughs> she oh, stop it. Okay. Come up, come up, come on. Oh, God damn it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she's like, it's like basically her and her boyfriend, Chuck, uh, 
just like post coital. They're like on a picnic blanket, like in the woods or something, and and like pulling up their trousers as if they just done it. And then he like okay. smacks her around. <laughs> like, what the hell? That as what was obviously that was what my parents deemed okay, as opposed to probably- a fairy tale about a fucking mermaid. Oh my god! Uh, the- she didn't pack a sandwich, and he was pissed. <laughs> yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> sounds sounds logical. <laughs> uh, uh. Anyway, they tried, but they failed. It just didn't work out. When I was in high school, my mom like found out that me and my brother were watching South Park, and she's like, "You guys can't watch that," but then did nothing to enforce it. Yeah, so we just kept watching it. I was like, okay, nice try, mom. Yeah. I wasn't, I would sneak TV before my mom got home. Like Mm -hmm. I I, I was bust. So the bus would drop me off and I'd have about an hour before my mom got home. So I would try to watch all the TV shows that were on at that time that I wasn't allowed to watch, whether it be. You know, I mean, she didn't like, she didn't want me watching Happy Days. Are you fucking kidding no. me? I love no, Happy Days. No, I'm not. So I would like sneak in an afternoon viewing of Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley before she got oh home. Oh my God. Constantly like in, in a state of extreme anxiety that I would get caught, you know. So the whole time yeah. I'm watching, I'm always looking out the window to make sure she's not coming home early. So you can't, you couldn't even enjoy it. No, not really. <laughs> not really. I couldn't imagine my mom being like, "You can't watch Happy Days." I'd be like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, I was like obsessed with it for a summer, and I was obsessed with like mu- music from the fifties, and it was so weird. Yeah, I don't so know weird. why they were. Well, it's because of the Fonz, I think, and you know, and that the, fucking jacket, the allusions to sex and all that stuff. <laughs> That's so uh, so they didn't like. They thought it was too uh, raunchy. A show, Happy Days, it was too raunchy. <laughs> they knew about Chachi in the future. Well, the thing was, is my parents, you know, what they were trying to navigate these waters without watching things. Like they didn't watch TV. They watched the news and sports. You know, yeah. and if there was a mystery show with an old person, they'd watch that. You know. <laughs> murder she murder wrote. she wrote matlock all that fucking shit so they oh watched it, like yeah when i was younger that was it they, they, they didn't watch anything else my dad watched magnum pi and miami vice but for the <laughs> which i you know i wasn't allowed to watch uh that at a certain point i got i got magnum pi but my miami vice was off limits that was too intense for me to handle when I was yeah. too intense, but they didn't watch much TV and they never went to the movies. You know, if they went, they went to the movies like once a year and it was a, oh. you know, it was a big deal. Um, so they really didn't understand, you know, they were going off the rating system and, and the trailers that they saw and they didn't <laughs> understand what was hidden in uh, various places. I don't know. It's, it's funny to me. In a way, it's sweet, but you know, it just they should have just let me watch shit because I found my way into watching everything I wanted to. It was just I had to sneak, you know. 
Like I wanted to That's... see Police Academy, and they were like, "No fucking way! You can't see, <laughs> you can't see Police Academy. That's rated R. What are you fucking crazy? There's like boobs in it and and sex jokes and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, but I had a friend who was an usher at the movie theater nearest me, which was 20 minutes away. We didn't have one in my little town. Um, But uh, he said, you come by, I'll get you in. It's no problem. Just buy a ticket for something else and I'll let you in. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So he did. Um, That's a friend. Yeah. The first uh, R rated movie that, and I begged and I like basically wore my dad down (laughs) to the point where he was like, okay, I'll take you to see Beverly Hills cop. And he took me to see that and he, he loved it. He loved the movie. And I, I of course loved the movie. And then, but then that night he, you know, he came in when I was getting uh, into bed and he's like, Hey, uh, just, I'm glad you like that movie. I just don't want to ever hear you repeating any of that fucking language. <laughs> That's Which was the first time I ever heard my dad say the word fuck. It was one of the only two times I've heard him say fuck. The other time was wow. that that time was a well-timed joke. Very sweet. Um, but the, the next time was he was taking me to uh, NYU like for a, mm-hmm. you know, visit before the school year started. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, he, he was on the freeway and he missed the exit that he was supposed to get <laughs> off. And if you miss an exit on that, you know, from where we were coming, you're fucked for hours. So, oh. yeah. So he, he missed the exit. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the only time I ever heard him say the curse in like absolute earnest. Like it, there was no other word for that. And he actually, <laughs> it put the car in reverse and reversed and went down. The, nice. Yeah, he it was totally illegal because he just didn't want to hassle with the uh, missed exit. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. That that was good. But they man, they did not let me see. And then, you know, VHS happened, which was great for me cuz then I got to see Yeah. You know, I just had to wait a few months to see the the R-rated stuff that I wasn't allowed to see. Like Black Widow and shit like that. Yeah. But well, I saw Fatal Attraction in the theaters cuz at a certain point, you know, there were some theaters that didn't give a fuck if you were <laughs> You know, as long as you don't look like a super little kid, they'll let you in. Um, so I did see Fatal Attraction and stuff like that at a theater. But then one time I went to see um, um, Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Nope. Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. Isn't that what it's called? Something like that. Uh, directed by uh, Rennie Harlan, um, who produced a movie I was in. Um, but anyway, uh, I went to see that, you know, with my friends, um, and we were like 16, I guess. Um, and you know, we all went and we got in line and, you know, usually they didn't bother us at, at the Natick, uh, sack cinema. Um, so, uh, we're in line and all my friends, it was like five other guys. I was last and they all got tickets and were not questioned. Their age was not questioned, but I got out of the booth and the old lady was like, I got, I need an ID from you. What? And I was like, what you just, uh, and I couldn't say, you just let all my friends. It's like, I don't have a fucking ID. And she's like, 
She's like, ah, you can't go in. You're too, too young. And I was like, fuck. So I had to, I was like, so I guess I just wait out here until you guys are done watching the fucking movie. Uh, but then my friend was like, here's what we'll do. We'll go in and get seats and you just come into the theater and go to the bathroom, you know? Yeah. Uh, Cause they like back then they would, there was one ticket taker for every movie. There was a ticket yeah. taker outside of every theater. So you could just go into the lobby. So I went in the lobby. I went to the bathroom and one of my friends came out and gave me his ticket stub. And then he went right back. So the usher recognized him. Smart. And, um, like, hey. and then I went and then I, I showed uh, my stub, even though he didn't remember me. He's like, Oh, Oh, okay. So I went <laughs> And after all that trouble, there was a guy sitting directly in front of me. And this is back before, you know, my friend was saying, I love how we like give movie theaters credit for making stadium seating. <laughs> like that's a yeah. huge leap forward. You finally figured out how everyone can see the movie who's paid. Yeah. To see. yeah. But back then it was, you, you know, if someone in front of you was tall, you were fucked. And yeah. uh, after all that trouble, there was a guy in front of me who was seven feet tall. <laughs> it's Freddy Krueger. I'm not. I'm not even fucking kidding. He was huge. I spent the whole movie like this, you know, doing like leaning back and forth, trying to see over his shoulder to see what was happening in the Freddy Krueger movie. Uh, and uh, after that, uh, uh, we're out in the parking lot, and I'm, I'm complaining about this fucking monster who sat in front of me and made it impossible for me to see this movie that I snuck into. Uh, <laughs> it was like instant karma. And uh, I was literally going to say that. I was like, it's instant yeah, karma, man. And, and uh, as I was saying that, my friends are watching the front doors of the theater, and this seven foot tall guy walks out and, and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> it was Robert Parrish who is oh, the shit. center for the Boston Celtics at the time. Uh, so yeah, oh, well. it was a major sports celebrity who made it impossible for me to see the movie I snuck into. <laughs> That's some, that I did not expect. That. <laughs> Twist and turns everywhere. I try. I try. I try to tell, you know, decent stories. I only have a few. That's one of my faves. Yeah, it's a good one. A lot of good stuff happened at the Natick Sack Theater. <laughs> oh, my God. Every time we say that, I'm just like. We always thought it was funny that the name of the theater was Sack. It was somebody's name. Yeah. It was just, you know. That's sad. Yeah, well, everybody's got their names, you know. Yeah, mine's all right, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have pretty standard names, you know, Irish, Scottish type names. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast and in the story, um, it was like a true crime podcast, but the woman's name was Dorcas. And I was like, that is so unfortunate. She got killed by her husband. Her name was Dorcas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Uh. I was telling my friend that uh, when I was in college, I went to my friend's uh, you know, thesis film. Mm-hmm. And he had. And then the star of his thesis, thesis film was uh, 
you know, a currently working, you know, pretty popular character actor, you know, one of those, he was a, that guy. Yeah. But his name, which I was always like, did he give himself this name? His name is Rainer Shine. Oh my God. <laughs> now I was like, Brilliant. I asked him point blank. I was like, that's a cool name. And it's spelled, you know, it's not spelled rain or shine. It's rain or yeah. shine. Um, and so he just said, no, my <laughs> my parents gave me this name. It's That's just amazing. the name they went with. Um, High five to them. Yeah, I guess. But I've known other, like m- my wife knew someone uh, when she was a kid. And their last name was Lear. Oh, and and they named their first daughter Shanda. Oh my god! And then their second daughter was named Kava. Oh my god! Yeah, so it can go. You can go too far. You can do. You can be Rob Morrow, and really just give a bunch of kids a reason to kick the shit out of your child when they go to school. Yeah. Because um, you know Rob Morrow's daughter's name is he named his daughter too. And uh, <laughs> I remember seeing—I remember seeing him on the Daily Show with John Stewart. And when he revealed that, he named his daughter too. And John Stewart's like, "Oh, that's a cool name. What, what kind of name is that?" And Rob Morrow was like, "No, nah, tomorrow." And John Stewart was just like—I've never seen that guy look shocked the way he looked. Shocked. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Hi, cat. All right, Jenny, just jump up. Come on. Come on. If you want to come up, come up. Did you get all your uh, plants uh, delivered and, and installed? Yes. Yesterday was like, this whole week has been like insane with installations and like decorating for fall. And yesterday, this one woman that we work with is transphobic and racist. Oh, so um, me and my friend had to work with her yesterday all fucking day. And I texted my boss. I was like, did we do something to upset you? And she knew exactly what we were talking about. And she's like, why does it feel like punishment? I was like, it does. And she's like, no, absolutely not. But I was like, yeah. she just well, uh, uh, she like sucks. what? So she's transphobic and racist, you say? Yeah. How does that present itself? So the transphobic thing um, happened a couple months ago. She was training me and it was June because I was wearing my Pride Month um, or my Bob's Burgers necklace. It's like a cheeseburger in the shape of a heart, but it's like rainbow color. And I literally like we weren't even talking at all. And she said something about like trans kids. And I was like. I didn't know how to respond. She brings it up. That's what my question was. So she just inserts her bigotry into conversation to see if you're a fellow bigot. Yeah. And then yesterday she was like, um, where we did the decorations for fall, it's like an apartment. um, Like they have different buildings. And so we just like decorated the um, entrances and most of the people there are black. 
and like whatever i don't whatever she's like oh everyone here is a stoner and i was like so and she's like the, yeah what the and then it's here. a nice neighborhood if everybody here is a yeah stoner, i was like fucking then it's sweet. cool like, yeah yeah, she was like, so people have like their medical cards, but you know they're doing it recreationally. And I was like, so that's what I did. <laughs> and um, then she was like, well, the old people here are definitely using it recreationally. Once we get to the buildings where people live, you'll see what I mean. And so the whole time I had it in the back of my head and I like didn't like I was like, are they just like gnarly grandparents, like whatever? And then I like, we were sitting inside one of the buildings when we were all done and I'm just sitting there and I was like, Oh my God. Like I, it finally hit me what she meant. And I talked to my friend. I was like, I finally understood what she meant by you'll see when we get there, what I'm talking about. And I was, and she's like, yeah, because there are everyone here is black. And I was like, that's racist. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's fucking racist. I was like, that's disgusting. Wow. And actually, I had a review with my boss today, and I we were talking about it, and I was like, she's like, I know you don't like working with her. Um, well, yeah, why I'm would really you? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. We're working and with she, a fucking Nazi. But, like, yeah, like and it's her sister-in-law, so, and, like, oh, you know she wants to say some shit. it's a family member, shit. Yeah, and she's like, I can't say anything because I'm her boss. But I was like, yeah, she's uh, pretty racist. <laughs> And she's like, ah, and she like, she didn't want to like say anything about her because it's her boss. Like she's the boss and like, mm. she can't say anything about her employees, mm. but she's like, I think she just doesn't like anyone. And I started laughing. I was like, yeah, I don't think she likes anyone. She complains the whole time. She's so fucking slow. Ugh, but she channels that dislike of other human beings into bigotry. Yeah, Some people gross. don't like anybody and that they're not racist. Yeah. Just don't yeah. But she just didn't know how to say it without like I don't know not being bothered. Well, it's her sister in law, you said? Yeah. Well, why didn't she fucking grow up here and say something directly to her? I don't know. It say it's not being a bigot. Like I mean, up. I know it sucks to break up with family and shit and friends, but you know, if you keep people like that uh, working and in your circle and you don't try to educate them at all, then you're just enabling it. Yeah. You know? Dude, my vape sounds like it's going to explode. So Jesus Christ, happens. don't let a vape explode in your face. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Is it's it, like going nuts. Is it hot? It just keeps... I don't know if you can see the light right here. Uh-huh. It's like if somebody's just taking like drags off of it. That's weird. It's malfunctioning. Ew. I'm putting that far away from me. Do you remember when vapes first came out and then the, all the stories were about people's faces being blown off? Yeah, I don't want that. Well, I, like I don't either. But I don't know if the, it was even true, but. I threw it in the trash can. It's in the trash? Uh-oh. Something happened. What? Is, I'm so scared Is right it on now. fire? Maybe the battery will die in it. But don't leave it in the crowd. You can't dispose of vape. Oh, yeah. Then it'll fucking catch on fire. I'll be right back. Get that out of there. What do I do with it? Well, just uh, put it in a, I don't know, put it in a bag inside a box or something. And then take take it to the Home Depot and dump it in their battery disposal can. 
Well, that's fine. If it explodes in the Home Depot, who gives a fuck? I know. You know what pisses me off about my job? They have like a Home Depot card, and that's like the car- the place that they go to for like the gardening supplies and shit. And every time I go in there, I hate it. I'm like, I should go to Lowe's. <laughs> yeah, Lowe's is better, I guess. Yeah, I actually had to go to Home Depot today to buy sand. Yeah, sometimes you got no choice because Home Depot has shit that Lowe's doesn't, and vice versa. I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, sometimes I go to the DIY. Do you, do you have those out there? Like the little shops? No, it's like a chain, uh, but they're oh, they're no. slightly smaller than uh, than your Home Depots and your Lowe's. It's like a strip mall type of deal, uh, you know, um, hardware and plants and all that crap. But it's, no, it's, I wish we could. That'd be cool. It's way more expensive than Home Depot. And oh, Lowe's. fuck that. I'm poor. Well, it's like you go to a true value store and it's more expensive. That's the thing. I mean, it's like mom and pop stores need to compete, but they also have their overhead is too much. And, you know, so it's all like that. We pay for it. And I don't know if I was rich, you know, and it wasn't, uh, you know, money wasn't a constant concern. I'd go to mom and pop hardware store because yeah. I prefer them anyway, but uh, it's just too fucking expensive. It's twice as much. Yeah. So There's one that we have a hardware shop that's like really close to our house and I always want to go there. I went there one time and it was like so fucking expensive. I was like, I can't not go to like Lowe's or Walmart. Right. Right. Yeah. It was the same thing, you know, when like, Best Buy happened and then, you know, all the big Walmart Marty type places started selling, you know, DVDs. Yeah. So the, the, the store, well, most of them, there were a couple of places in LA that were like even cheaper than the big guys, but most of them, you know, like the Suncoast chain and all oh that, like, yeah. you go into the mall place, the Suncoast place and it, and like a movie that costs you at Best Buy, 15 bucks. They're charging $40 for it. So like, I the how, who buys fucking shit at Suncoast and why, you know, cause I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't get it. And, and I was right. Cause they went out of business. <laughs> <laughs> at least like if I go to Walmart or like Home Depot and shit, like I don't feel bad stealing from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's part of what, um, you know, killed the mom and pop video store was Blockbuster. You know, that's why everybody's like, streaming killed Blockbuster, Netflix killed Blockbuster. I'm like, so what? Blockbuster already destroyed the business, so now they're just getting what they deserve. But, like, the mom and pop places, those were the ones that I really liked going to. And in New York City, they were great. Kim's Video and all that stuff. But, you know, in the end... Blockbuster had all these deals where you'd get like five movies for a dollar. Yeah. For five nights. And, you know, the mom and pops, cause they couldn't do that. They didn't have all that. I don't, I don't know how they do it. I feel like it's just massive amounts of bank loans. That they yeah. Take out. <laughs> God, that's like Trump with all his fucking loans. Yeah. 
It's fraudulent loan deal. Yeah. Oh. I just hate it so much. Yeah. But I mean, I swear it's like, like when they say billionaires, when we associate these people who are like, they're billionaires. Like, do they have all that money? Really? Or, or is it, do they really just, have they borrowed a lot of money? <laughs> uh, I can borrow that much money. Just kidding. Uh, I can't. I can't, I can't afford that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mortgage is, that's a big, that was a big thing. When we were buying a house is trying to figure out what we could afford monthly. Most of the yeah. places that my more successful friends live, uh, we couldn't, we couldn't afford it. How, I mean, like the house that, cause Hill grew up wealthy. Her dad was a variety TV director back in the day. So she, she grew up in like a mansion in Hancock park. Um, but she was, and she always hated that her, when her parents got divorced, they sold the house. Uh, but she was always like, why don't we hang on to it? But I'm like, I look at the property values and I'm like, I don't know if we could afford the real estate tax. Yeah. Never mind a mortgage on a house like that. It fucking sucks. Like our house, we bought it for pretty cheap. Well, cheap. And we could afford it for like so long. And then I switched jobs because I wasn't making money. I was working in a restaurant and not making money. And like we did the forbearance thing and now we're back to paying our shit. And we are finally like catching up. But like we got like right after tax season or right around tax season, we got like our it's like some kind of tax thing, not property tax because that comes out of our mortgage. But like it was something else separate, and I, I don't even know if we even paid it. So huh. guess we'll see. I wonder what that was. I can't remember what it was. They tried to explain it to me. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand loans and. Mortgages, uh, eh. I don't like any of it. I don't understand yeah. it. Like I never could play. I would never be able to play. I have friends who play like the stock market. Like it's a fucking game. It is fun. I was like really into it for a while there, yeah. and then I was like, I'm not making anything off of this. Like not anything substantial. Like a couple bucks here and there, but it was like kind of fun for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't understand it. I mean, if I was doing it, it'd be the same as if I went to Vegas and played craps. I have no idea how that game works. It doesn't, I don't, dice get rolled and things get moved around and I don't know what the hell is going on. It doesn't make any sense. And I, I had a friend one time, like while we were playing craps in Vegas, he was explaining to me and like, after a while I was like, dude, I don't. This is white noise, what you're saying. No, yeah. None of it makes any sense. I don't understand any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to have blackjack money. Like, I would like to go, like, have enough money that I can go play blackjack for a while. Well, blackjack. They're not blackjack. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking stupid. Sorry. It's been a very long That's week. A- I'm at poker. Oh, poker. Texas yeah. Poker. You're, you like poker. I love poker. Sometimes my family plays poker. We have one of those little tables. But I it's like every time we play, uh, Hillary has to re-explain the rules to me because I can't. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on. But I like playing it with my family because, you know, we give each other a bunch of chips, you know. And then I'm just like yeah. high stakes because there's no actual money. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm yeah. going to go crazy. So I have, I have fun and I can do bluffing that way. 
you know, yeah. cause it doesn't matter. But if it mattered, if there was real money on it, then I, I wouldn't have a poker face or blood. Cause you know, I can't, You'd be too I, I prefer time. blackjack. It's a very simple game. Yeah. You know, and it, but it's, that's so fucking stressful. It's just you against the dealer too, which, which makes it a little bit simpler. But it goes really fast, so your chips go up yeah. and down really fast because that's how that game works. But I mean, as far as card games, I think I, that's my favorite one to to do if I'm actually gambling. Yeah. Did I ever tell you my story about playing blackjack in Vegas with my high school friends? I don't think so. We obviously we were not in high school. This is after uh, college, uh, but a friend of mine uh, was getting married. <laughs> And he had this whole bachelor party planned, and then the and then the his fiance backed out, and he was like, "You know what? I'm not canceling this trip. I'm fucking going anyway." So we all met him to celebrate not getting married as opposed to uh, <laughs> getting married. Uh, but we were staying at the Hard Rock uh, in 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 Vegas. Which like, cause they were into the like pool thing, getting a cabana, and I was like, all right, whatever you guys fucking want. <laughs> so I just sat in it. I'm ginger, so I'm not hanging out, you know, in a desert pool. Um, yeah. So I just sat in the tent and drank while they got rejected in the pool. Uh, nice. It was fun. It was fun, um, but we want to play in blackjack a lot at that casino you know, at that hotel casino, when we were done with all our shit, then it was yeah. blackjack. And, and the first time, the first night they started playing blackjack, I was like, um, I'm not, I'm good guys. I'm just going to, I'll chill over here at the bar. And then one of my old college buddies was like, why aren't you, why aren't you gambling? And I was like, why aren't you gambling? And he's like, I don't gamble. And he's like, but why don't you? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't gamble. And he goes, you you moved to Los Angeles to become an actor. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and played blackjack. And the last night we were there, we were only there a couple nights. Uh, the last night we were there, we were all playing blackjack. And I was like doing really well. I was up like 600 bucks. <laughs> I was, I was nice. and, and it was like two in the morning and I was like, and then, and everybody, it was like the whole table was on a run. Like everybody was up. Nice. It was crazy. Uh, one of those things where they had to change dealers, like the pit boss was like, nah, I don't like this. And, you know, <laughs> change stuff around. And even after he changed around, we kept winning. And then, uh, you know, I was up 600 bucks and I was tired. And I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. Quit while I'm ahead guys. Yeah, and they were like, "No, no," and I was like, "I gotta." I'm seriously, I gotta go to sleep. It's fucking late. Uh, and they're like, "Ah," oh. and then the next morning, I meet them for breakfast, and uh, they're all fucking miserable because they all lost like a thousand dollars in blackjack after I left. The run just fucking ended, and they nice. and they just they kept gambling to try and get it back. And they couldn't. They blamed me for leaving. They blamed me. You were the good luck. Yeah, term. I guess. Um, but yeah, that's one of the only times I've gambled. And then the other time it was with another friend when we were driving through when we were moving from the East Coast to the West Coast. 
and we stopped there and I played video poker. Oh, how was that? I, I won a lot at that first time. The, the like ton nice. recorders were coming out. It was so disgusting though, because there were all these quarters and you get them and you put them in these cups. And then after a <laughs> while, like your fingers are all fucking dirty and Ew, because it's yeah. money. Yeah. And it's been touched by so many. What Ginny? What is it? What can I do for you? I don't know what that means. <laughs> food. No, she has food. It's always food. No, it's not. With her, it's a, it's attention. She either, she just, she gets in this, she's a weird cat. She gets in these like where she just wants attention, but you give it to her and it's not enough. I feel that. So, you know, she's, she's insatiable. Been there. <laughs> you've you've walked that road oh my god yes so many times of needing attention and and when you get attention it's not enough attention yeah isn't that it hasn't happened in a while isn't that desire kind of the secret to american success depends on what you think success is i guess well i mean if everybody's paying attention to you you get money from various sources you know like that's why there are influencers you know god i would never be an influencer i think i would get so bored like i would like it for a little bit and just be like i'm done Mm -hmm. but i do that with everything well it would be boring to come up with new products to talk about i guess yeah um but you know there i don't know they're a different beast than me that's for sure I'm too lazy. Yeah, I guess I'm lazy, but it's more like, you know, I tried to be a fake influencer for a while. I did that for, for a while. Oh, and yeah? Yeah, I had YouTube videos <laughs> that I that I called influencer videos. I love um, that. Are they still up? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the name of my I- influencer empire is Blursh. Uh, so... Blursh influencer empire. And uh, I was the only person on it. It's just videos, (laughs) just videos of me talking. I did different shows. Like I did like news reports from my bicycle. Like I'd bike around. (laughs) Oh wait, I I saw them. (laughs) I watched them. (laughs) And I did, uh, I reviewed parking lots in Simi Valley. Oh my God. Yeah. I've seen them. I've watched them. Yeah. That's what I, (laughs) that's amazing. That's what I did. Uh, but after a while, I got tired of it, so I stopped. Yeah. But I did it for a long time. I mean, it was like it started during the pandemic lockdown thing because I had nothing to fucking do. Uh, yeah. So I was like, I don't know. Um, and some friends, we had talked about trying to make a influencer, you know, satire site, but that never came to fruition. But I just took the uh, took the concept and just did it myself. Uh, to keep myself from going insane. But then after a while, I was like, I don't know how many park more parking lots I really can review. It's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love it. I did like 140 or 50 of those fucking things. Holy parking shit. Parking lot reviews. Yeah. It's in the, it's, oh it's well into the hundreds. I can't remember where I stopped exactly. I'm going to rewatch them. I forgot all about that. I, I remember watching them. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, I, it was just like me responding to what 
I saw influencers. Everybody was talking about influencers, influencers, you know, and I was like, what the fuck yeah. does that mean? Influencer. What does that mean? You're influencing people to do what? And then I was like, oh, it's just people reviewing shit, you know, or giving like self-help tips or, you know, I was like, that's dumb. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. And I was like, but I, I can be as dumb if not dumber. And that's what I was <laughs> You nailed Thank it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I wish I could get paid for like shit posting on Facebook. You could, but you just have to switch your political allegiances. Not happening. That's part of it. Well, I think about it all the time. I mean, like, I wonder how many of these right wing fucking internet douchebags are really right wing or just people who are like, uh, I'm not making money in these other things in the entertainment industry. So now I'm going to go and just be a Nazi because th- those people pay you money. That's so fucking weird. It is weird. It's weird when you're, yeah, it's weird. I mean, but just look at like, you know, Bill Maher wasn't always the hard right Nazi that he is now. He's always been problematic, but like he just shifted so far right. You know, and so yeah. so many of them do. And, you know, it like when you're talking about Russell Brand, you know, I'm like, well, maybe he was switching right because he knew he was a rapist and it's easier to hide in the right because <laughs> uh, then your, you know, fanboys will back you up and send death threats to your victims and all that stuff. Um but I mean, I just wonder like Joe Rogan, is he like that? Is he like that? Or is he like that because it made him so much money? Do you know what I mean? That's, I don't know. Like, was it, was it a calculated shift because I'm not making money as a liberal comedian. So I'm going to move over here and be a Nazi comedian and I'll make more money. I mean, that's certainly true about Gallagher. If you, if you look at Gallagher's career and where it went. And ultimately the people who liked watching someone smash watermelons with a sledgehammer turned out to be, you know, white supremacists. So he like changed his act to pander to them because that's where he made his money. So I wonder how many of these right wing pundit and pundit comics are really, you know, I just wonder how cynical they really are, you know? They don't believe it. They just want the money. The right can keep them then. And it's easier. It's easier to be a right-wing pundit because you can say fucking whatever. (laughs) You don't have to think about it. You don't have to double-check your facts. You don't don't need to do any of that. You just need to say it. It's, 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 It's about figuring out what a bigot wants to hear. And how they want to hear it. That that's that's what it is, and that's an easier thing to do than to have an intelligent uh, conversation or you know comedy that's not abusive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ginny, you're back. You're meowing. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what she wants from me, Ashley. I don't know what to do. Uh, she just ran out of the room. She just took off. She wants to be part of the show. I guess. I mean, she can she yeah. can jump up here whenever she wants. Um, I don't know. I think she wants me to 
throw one of her bracelets or something. Oh. Oh. <laughs> My cats are a pain in the ass. That's all there is to it. My cats are starting to be a pain in the ass because they keep killing mice and crickets and bringing them in the house. Oh. I saw a dead mouse in my room this morning. I was getting ready for work. I was like, "Oh, you shouldn't! You shouldn't let them go outside." But they like it out there. They don't go far. Yeah, they from the like house. it, but they shouldn't be outside anyway. It's bad for the environment. Oh no! You hear about Australia? No. They're now have they're now having a hunt hunting season for feral cats. Oh. Yeah, because people brought house cats, you know, into the country, and then they were like, fuck it, I don't care. And so, you know, I had neighbors in my last house who, like, they had a cat, but they didn't get fixed. Oh, ours are fixed. And indoor, yeah, I know. But they didn't get him fixed, and he was indoor-outdoor, and he was fucking all the feral uh, lady cats in the neighborhood, which oh is why God. we constantly had cats dropped in our front yard, kittens. Uh, cause he was impregnating everybody. Um, but anyway, they're really bad for the environment. They fuck up the ecosystem cause they eat stuff that other things eat and you know, blah, 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 blah. And they carry disease, blah. But in Australia, they're such a huge problem. They fuck, fucked everything so much that they're actually declaring war on the thing. Oh my. Yeah. They're, they're open season on feral cats in Australia. Yeah. They're a serious problem. They like they're kind of responsible for a couple of other species of animals being near extinction. Oh no! Yeah, I mean it's like people will always say to me, oh, "How can you keep a cat indoors? You know that's cruel. You know because that's not what nature intended." And I'm like, "Well, nature didn't intend for them to be wandering around outside either in this particular area." Yeah. Maybe in Egypt. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, not here. Um, because if you let your cat out, like you say, they kill shit. Yeah, it's annoying. And it's, uh, it, it fucks up the ecosystem. So, I don't know. I'm not shaming you for letting your cats go out. I'm just saying I don't want to be shamed for keeping my weird cats locked in. Because they're not fucking up the neighborhood. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I think if my cats were inside, cats they wouldn't care because they're mostly inside anyway. And like when they do go outside, they literally make it to the patio where we have chairs set up and just sleep on them all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and would. Like we have a. I would like to oh, get them. Like if I had money, I would build like a little catio. Oh my god, those are so fucking cool! Yeah, there's uh, we have there's a house across the street, a few doors up, and they have a whole like overhang that they enclosed, you know, with uh, like wire, and it's they have yeah. all their cats hang out in that. That's room. awesome. So they get to be kind of outside, and yeah, yeah, and it looks like a cat paradise. It's like a ton of cat trees. And- <laughs> Oh my God. That's so cool. I think like we've been looking at other houses cause we have an HOA, so we can't really do too much here, but, um, we're like looking for like a house with like some land, like a big yard that we can fence in and, um, just like have a garden and all that shit. 
but I like I definitely want to build one of those because I saw them online. I was like, these are so fucking cool. Like that would be perfect, and my kids would be happier because they always worry about the cats going outside, right? And like getting hit by a car or something. But they're in the backyard, and it's like all like the houses are all together. They're like townhouses mm-hmm. or condos or whatever. I don't know, but we have one shared big backyard. So they just like staying. That's cool that they don't wander. All my cats yeah. growing up were, you know, indoor outdoor cats, and they, but they would wander. They would disappear for days. Oh my god, I would die. I had a dog that would disappear for days. Oh my god, Allie, my first, uh, my first pet as a little kid, she would just leave. Oh and she'd come back days later and we'd hear like my mom's friends would be like, yeah, I think I saw your dog in my backyard. Oh my <laughs> Which God. is like across town. So she would just go on walkabout. I don't know. She always came back. Ramona, like we let her out back to like run around the yard since it's like the house is in front and like, we only do it when there's no other dogs out back or like any other people, but like, People will, like, leave their doors open in the summertime and, like, let the air in and stuff. And Ramona would, like, run into their house. Oh. Or, like, she'll run around out front. And I, I know when she does that, what she's doing. So I just, like, go in the house, go open the front door, and she runs right in. My, But, like, everybody in the neighborhood knows her. My neighbor in New York, uh, when I lived in an apartment in Manhattan, she had a, a Doberman who would... Whenever she took it out for a walk, yeah. if our door was open, it would run into our apartment because she oh. couldn't control it. It was too strong. So I'd oh, no. break away from her, run into our apartment, and I had these goofy slippers, you know, goofy from Disney. Yeah. I had slippers that were goofy slippers. And the Doberman would come in and steal a slipper and run back. Oh. That's cute, though. Every all the time, I was constantly chasing after a Doberman trying to get a slipper back. How many people That's chase amazing. after Dobermans? Very, very few. Yeah, right. They're usually being chased by uh, them. Jesus, you I'm asshole! Just kidding. Bring me my slipper back. Yeah. <laughs> it was one. It, it was it was good to have that neighbor dog this one time because uh, I was uh, I like woke up in the in the morning and my roommate had left the bathroom window open mm-hmm. and I was all hung over, you know? So I was like, Oh, and I was looking down as I was walking into the bathroom and, and that, and there were, there were these things on the floor, these like, like little puddles of like goo with little hunks, of hunks of Brown, you know, in the midst oh. of the goo. And, I was like, "What is? What is that?" And, and this isn't a very. This is a small bathroom, and I'm like, "What is that?" And I like sort of looked up to see, uh, you know, to look at myself in the mirror and see how bad things were. But what was what greeted me was there were two pigeons, New York pigeons, on the bathroom sink. <laughs> so they'd come in through the window shot all over the floor and I was like, okay, I'm in a tiny enclosed space with two wild birds. I need to get out of here. 
So I, I backed out really slowly and they were like, looking at me mm-hmm. like brr, brr, and I was like, ah, <laughs> uh, it's all cool. And I walk and I like closed the door slowly and shut it. And then uh, I got my roommate who was asleep and I was like, sorry to wake you, man, but we got a, you got a situation. And he's like, what? And I was like, you left the bathroom window open again. He's like, so what? Oh, no. And I was like, well, it, it lets in a lot of cold air and in, in, Today it let in birds. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What?" And he peeked into the bathroom. He's like, "Holy shit, there are pigeons in the bathroom." So we were trying to like, you know, we got like a little broom and tried to like, "Come on, come on, get it!" And they were like, "Fuck <laughs> off, we're not leaving." And we're like, "We just tried all this stuff, like threw towels at them. We were we weren't trying to hurt them. We were just trying to encourage yeah. them to get out the window." And we couldn't figure out uh, how to do it. And they were not, they were stubborn. They were not leaving. This was their new home was this, our sink. Oh my God. They didn't give a shit. They were going to make a nest in there. They were going to have babies. They were going to be happy. Um, And then, and then I opened the door, uh, our front door to our apartment. Cause I was like, I got it. I don't know what to do. So I'm going to go out to the store and maybe get some seed or something to throw from the other window. And I didn't know what I was going to do, but I, I opened the door and the dog ran in to get one of my goofy slippers. But as oh, soon as he man. came in the door, I just shut the front door, <laughs> which freaked out the next door neighbor, but I didn't care. And I was like, it's the answer to our problem. <laughs> so uh, I opened the bathroom door and the dog went in and the birds nice. flew out immediately. They were like, Wah! what the fuck? <laughs> and they got out and then I uh, gave the neighbor lady her dog back, but it, it all worked out. That's great. Yeah. What a good dog. He was a good dog. He was sweet. He was still, you know, he was, he was in that stage where he was still a puppy really, but he was almost yeah. fully grown. So he, he like had puppy, you know, behaviors and sp- spasticness. And I mean, he, he was yeah. cute and sweet and friendly, but, but uh, like he didn't understand how dangerous he was, <laughs> you know. <laughs> At that point, uh, yeah, he just wanted goofy slippers. He he was he loved them. Did you get him his own goofy slippers for Christmas? Uh, no, I never did. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I that uh, dog. Oh, that was the other thing. Was when uh, he the. The bird, I can't remember. We had call, I had cause to go next door to that lady's place. There was something going on, like our plumbing was fucked up or whatever. And I, and I had to, I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, fucking Christ. And she happened to be there. And I was like, can I use your bathroom? And she's like, uh, it's kind of messy. And I was like, I really got to go. And she's like, all right. And I walked, I walked through the door. And the whole apartment is just, it's like a labyrinth of, stacked newspapers oh my so she was a hoarder i'd never seen anything like it there's just papers everywhere and then i go into the bathroom because i got a pee and like her clothes are like drying all over the room uh yeah and i was like oh <laughs> so that's why because she would a- often use the dog busting into our apartment as an excuse to come in and hang out and smoke some cigarettes. 
Oh. You know, so she was obviously, you know, somewhat lonely, but we were, we were nice guys. We were like, all right, we'll sit around and smoke some cigarettes and listen to you complain <laughs> about your dog. Uh, and then it was like, oh my God, she's like a hoarder. And I was like, wow. I love that she was worried about her bathroom being messy. Yeah. Yeah. That was another thing. I was like, it, this isn't messy. This is squalor. You know, it was dirty. It was, I mean, you can't clean a place that's got that many newspapers in it. I mean, how do you clean it? You don't. Yeah. 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 It was a kind of a weird eye-opening experience. Wow. We had so many weird neighbors at that place. I believe Across the hall was a a male model. Oh. Slash drug dealer <laughs> aren't they all and he was always his phone was always getting cut off because he never paid his bills so he'd always he'd always go hey guys can i use your phone <laughs> fucking sit on our phone for an hour oh my god yeah, making drug deals and whatnot like, oh, jesus christ all right you know but he would have models and sometimes the you know he would bring the lady models home because they would buy drugs from him. Yeah. So he would introduce us to models. That's how I met Liv Tyler. Nice. She was pretty. We got uh, baked, but she was not engaging at all. Oh, that's Or boring. engaged. Yeah. She was just, I don't know why. She, <laughs> I don't know why she was there. Uh, it, it, it was a very strange place. And then next to him. That was the guy across with it. And then, so the lady with the Doberman is to our left. And then the, the one to our right was the uh, <laughs> president of the Young Republicans Club Manhattan chapter <laughs> in the next room. He always was like, hey, you guys want to go? <laughs> you guys want to go to a strip club? Hey, you guys. No. He was always trying to get us to go to strip clubs. So we finally went. Because he was like, it's a free buffet. You get a free buffet. Oh, my God. And we were like, all right. Uh, we're hungry. Okay, free buffet. <laughs> That's why you went. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we went to a strip club for a free buffet with the oh president of the Young Republicans Manhattan chapter at the time. The strippers were very nice. I believe that. I have friends that are strippers. Well, they're all, of course, they're their night. They're not... Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's ones with cranky strippers. I, yeah. That that seems like fun to me, uh, a cranky stripper situation. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're of course they're nice because you have money. Or they think you do. I mean, we were students. We didn't have any money. <laughs> yeah. So we were just there for the food conversation. How was the food? It was awful. It was so bad. Um, and it was lukewarm. And, yeah, Ew. Bad. You don't know how long that's been there. You could have got food poisoning. Yeah, yeah. We could have. A lot of bad stuff could have happened to us at that strip club with the young Ugh. Republican club guy. Was he a regular? Oh, yeah. He was regular. He was always trying to get us to go. Like, I don't know. He, like, made deals with the strip clubs or something. I don't know how it worked. 
That's you know, he would get us, he got us in for free and we ate the buffet for free and it was all free, <laughs> you know, unless you wanted a lap dance and then it wasn't. But then it, it was, yeah. the other thing was, it was like, ah, fuck, we, you know, we feel like douchebags because we don't have any money, you know, and we should be tipping these people. You're supposed to tip. Yeah. So then we got out a credit card and got, tried to get money. <laughs> But they gave us stripper money, which we couldn't. We were like, we just wanted money to tip the strippers. <laughs> but it was like strip club only money. It was funny money. We're like, ah, That's weird. Now. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Uh, but, you know, things were weird back then. You have some great stories. Yeah, I've I've had some very comical adventures, I would say. In this world. No. I have some good ones from Philly, but I was drunk like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a first date to the art museum with this guy. I, I no, I don't think it was our first date, but we went on a date to our, the art museum. I ate mushrooms. We all ate mushrooms. My friend came with us. I don't know. Like, I literally have to like, think about like all the fucking weird shit i know somebody that got murdered oh my god who got murdered this girl that was friends with my friends um i feel bad because we used to call her spongebob because she kind of looked like spongebob (laughs) but this guy that used to hang out somebody murdered a lady who looks like spongebob i'll send you the um news story but um he stabbed her like 72 times what his name yeah he like hung out with my friends he was never really nice to me which whatever i don't fucking care but like he was on drugs i think they both were on drugs he like dumped her body in new jersey or at his parents house he took her to her body to the poconos to his parents house and then he disposed of her body in new jersey and there were like missing posters everywhere he went to the Poconos with a dead body in his trunk? Yes. Before going to New Jersey and dumping it just randomly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why? And it was he um she was in school in Philly or in uh California and she came back to Philly um during break and she was going back out. Sorry, that's my cat's tail. <laughs> <laughs> um and he didn't want her to go. And I think they were like doing, I don't know what kind of drugs they were doing, but he was at least on drugs. Um, yeah. And they got to a huge fight and he murdered her. But um, that night that he did it, I was out with one of my girlfriends and we ran into our one friend, um, Zach. And he just like looked really flustered and like upset. And he's like, I just, I, I'm, I don't know what to do. I just got a phone call and I just, I don't know what to do. And we found out later the guy that murdered his girlfriend, um, fucking called him and asked him to help dispose of her body. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think he's the one that actually went to police and like told him what happened. That's a funny thing to think about. Like, (laughs) I don't have friends who would respond well to me asking them to help me dispose of a body. Like I, I don't have anyone like that in my life. I was watching, there was a movie or something that I was watching. I mean, I feel like that happens in movies all the time 
where yeah. like somebody who's in a position of power murders somebody and then their best pal helps them cover it up. And I'm like, I'd be like, I'm fucking telling on you. Yeah. My <laughs> friends would be like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Fuck off. <laughs> <You're> like, <"I'm laughs> not, what? What? <laughs> but in the movies, people are like, Oh, don't worry. It's not your fault. We'll take care of it. And these things happen. You know? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, my friends would not do that. They would not do yeah. that as much as they like me, you know? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of things they would do to help me, but that's that would be a line crossed. Absolutely. Would call, I wouldn't do they it. They would call the police. You would help me with dispose of a body? No, I wouldn't do no. it. I would tell on you immediately. I'd be like, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's fair. Hey, uh, your show's uh, wrapping up, right? Hi, Kitty. Yep. This is my cat. This is my needy cat. Her name is Eggie. Did she just meow? Yes. All right. Yeah. Sure. We should just end it on the meow. There you, there you go. Meow. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>